Happy New Year's. We made it. Welcome into the new year where I come fresh off a sick Buckeyes plus 7.5 on the pod. Took it in 2020, but was kicked right in the sports betting. Uh, You know what? By a two-team teaser that I am still standing by and thought was gorgeous. Clemson in a pick and Bama minus 12 and a half. I teased it the other way. 24 to Notre Dame. You're getting 13 and a half, 14 to your Buckeyes. Shout out to Justin Fields. If you would have told me that he would have outdueled Trevor Lawrence in an enormous way. And when I say enormous, I mean 49 and 28. And Fields had six touchdowns. 22 of 28 for 385 yards? Where is my dumb and dumber suitcase to give out IOUs here, there, and everywhere? I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence ends his illustrious one loss prior to this game, college football campaign, and arguably one of the best ever, on a 400-yard outing, two tugs, one pick. And he absolutely fumbled. And the star running back? The homie Travis, 10 of 32, 3.2 on the ground for a tug for the senior headed to the league. Absolutely. I'm blown away at what I saw. This was, as I mentioned, 101st Ohio State team in terms of efficiency in the red zone. They showed up. They showed out. Sermon on the ground was a monster. 31 for 193, one tug. I really thought we were getting Trevor Lawrence saving round three, and we're not getting it. I am fascinated that Ohio State did this and I did say it and I felt good and I'm glad that I did share it with you because my emotion was Clemson and my betting noggin was take the seven and a half it moved to seven on game day being yesterday this pod being recorded on Saturday January 2nd 2021 we move on We move forward. This is an all-NFL pod. We're going to go down the list of a few picks here because NFL Week 17 is always tricky. Real quick, I do like Mississippi. Ole Miss, baby. Give me Kiffin with a statement game getting disrespected on an 8.5-point line against Tuttle. It's Indiana and Tuttle. Tuttle's good. Is he 8.5-point good? No. No, he's not. Give me Ole Miss with the eight and a half as my pick for the day. All right, moving on. I'm going to go down the list. We already broke down intricately. Benefits of listening to the pot every day. The Cardinals-Rams game. The spread has officially moved. You could have nabbed it at a pick when we talked about it midweek, earlier in the week. And now we're looking at a minus three in favor of the Cardinals. Just to give you one more time, a little bit of nugget on that while I have you, though. McVay... Is 7-0 straight up and 6-1 and against the Cardinals. I tend to lean under in this game. 38.5 is where we broke it down. So let's get into it. First pick, I've been riding them all season against the spread. And they absolutely have not let me down. They are a league leading. And in their past 20 against the spread. 15-5. and Snowflakes. Fins up. Ace Ventura Dolphins. Give them to me. 15 and 5 against the spread in their last 20. I'm seeing three and a half. It's a three by the half point. Do yourself a favor. 
15 and nine against the spread as a dog under the coached up Brian Flores Dolphins. Tua, if he can be comfortable in this setting, it alarms me that it's in Buffalo. But if he can stay in the pocket, he is a 10 touchdown, zero INT quarterback from a clean, gorgeous pocket this season. The only quarterback to do so. Not Tommy Tampa, not Drew Brees, not Aaron Rodgers. Tua is your only 10 to zip in the pocket. I am aware the Bills have won four straight games against the fence. I am aware. But I am also aware that the only time the Bills have ever had five straight against Miami was on a six-game streak in 1987. Capiche, comprende, fantastic. All right? I know Buffalo's 5-0 against the AFC East this year. All that be it may, I have an inkling in these rivalry games with more on the line for the Finns than the Bills. I have to take the points by the half point. Brian Flores, if he can win, will join. Andy Reid and Lovey Smith is the only head coaches to lose 11 games in their first season, come back and win their 11 second. That's an incredible feat. I think this defense is for real. We know what they do in points against. They're first. We're aware that Buffalo's sixth in offense and they break 400 yards a game. I just don't see it. I see probably an under if I were to lean at the moment. 42 and a half under. Well, at 12 and three with Pittsburgh at 12 and three, going against Cleveland, there's a little motivation because 13 and three, 12 and four, we know what that means. Bills are playing next week. Pittsburgh's going against Cleveland. Huge motivation there. Huge, huge, huge motivation. The only downside is, and I do think about this on week 17, the games are happening at the same time. So it would be one thing if the Dolphins were going into this knowing, or the Bills were going into this knowing, I should say, what the outcome was for the Steelers or the Browns. It would help because there's a lot of scenarios. There's a total of eight teams that can guarantee a playoff berth in week 17. It's the Bears, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Rams, the Ravens, the Titans, and Washington. Shout out the AFC East, the gift that keeps on giving. By the way, I don't want to spend too much time on it, so that's my pick. Miami plus three, we can go on all day. Those are the little bit of numbers that I'm sitting on. I like the against the spread on the season. I like the value of the rivalry game with the points by the half point to make it a true three and a half. I like the fact that Tua is absolutely comfortable when he's in the pocket. Only other quarterback to even do what he's done from the pocket, from an efficiency standpoint, at five to one touchdown to interception ratio. It's the best rookie numbers ever, minus Dak Prescott. He had a 5.75 TD to INT ratio. That is a remarkable stat. He will protect the football. They will keep time of possession. The defense will keep Josh Allen in check. They got to make sure, Buffalo, that they win the game. But as far as a cover, look, dude, am I saying Miami's going to win the game? Miami's going to cover three and a half, all right? Dallas can get in after the season they have had, after their third straight victory, 37-17, during a streak here. 
on their three-game win streak where they have 10 takeaways and a plus-nine turnover margin during this win streak. The best in the NFL. Cooper getting over 1,000 yards. Andy Dalton putting up exactly what you would imagine. 14 tugs, 7 picks. Here we are. Giants coming off at 27-13 loss to Baltimore. They've lost three straight. So it's three wins first three losses. And the Cowboys, little game fact for you, have won seven straight in this series. Seven straight in this series. Dallas has also covered in their last three win streak. After dropping 10 of their first 12, Dallas has covered six straight as well. In this series, the Giants were 7-1-1 on Thanksgiving, spread-wise, going up to Thanksgiving week. They've been 1-4 against the spread since. 1-4. This is a opportunistic defense at the moment. You heard it. Best turnover margin in the NFL. It's a pick game. So the odds makers don't seem to trust the Cowboys because this, to me, should be at Dallas minus 3. But it isn't. It's minus 1.5. Money line's minus 118. I'm taking the Cowboys. I can't believe I'm saying that to start my year. If I start the year and the Giants end the seven-game drought to the Giant to the Cowboys, oh my, Nagio, there's going to be problems around here. Another fun one because we're kind of going down a little more than just the three-game intricate breakdown because, you know, look, there's some games that matter, there's some games that don't. The game I like just on an under, I really like the under on the Jets-Pats. It's 39.5. I'd get it at 40. Maybe even get it at 41 if you can. Just wait on it for a second. The Jets are 9-5-1 against the spread in this series. The spread is the Patriots at home minus 3. Money line minus 162. Belichick hasn't covered though in his last five chalk. But the under, oh baby, the under, 6-0-1 in the last seven for the Pats. 6-0-1, make sure to cash your under on the way out at Cam Newton camp. 4-8 and eight in his last 12 Belichick against the spread. The Patriots, just to give you an idea how good you want to feel about this under, they have eight passing touchdowns and 14 interceptions this season. That's less than 10 tugs, ladies and gentlemen. It's happened once. Since 1970. Once. For this organization. And that was a 7 touchdown. 28. Cold interception. 1970 winner. Day. The under is started at 42 and a half. I'm taking the under. Packers minus 4 over the Bears. Bears started the year. 5 and 1. Dropped 6 straight. Then won 3 in a row. What a topsy-turvy. You think it's stressful to be a San Diego fan or a Chargers fan, I should say. Five and one, six straight, three straight. Yuck. The Bears have not scored 33 or more. We're up in it now. The stats were 30 or more three week, three games in a row. Now it's 33 or more in three straight games. They haven't done that since 1956, Basil. 110 points in three games. 100 
and 10 Michipalooza Michi True Biscuits points. Mooney, Montgomery, Jimmy G, A Rob, they're balling. But guess what? Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears, 51 touchdowns. Second to only Favre was 60. Rodgers is 20 and 5. 20 and 5 against Chicago. Are you joking me? With an NFC top seed on the line, 20 and 5. That's 800 winning percentage in 25 games. That's the fourth highest by any quarterback versus a single opponent since 1950. Theme of the podcast, the 50s. Trubisky, 97 passer rating in all four of his December games in his career. 72% of his passes and seven tugs to two picks on those campaigns. It's the second hottest offense in the National Football League in the month of December. Second to the Buffalo Bills. And four is so fickly fickle. Green Bay minus 189. You almost want to put 189 down to win 100. But this is a show about spreads. And so on that note, we have to do what we have to do. And we have to take the minus four. And we have to go Bears losing and losing by more than this disgusting number. The Packers are 8-1 and one straight up in their last nine meetings against these boys. And 5-2 and two against the spread. 8-1 and one against the Bears. 5-2 and two in their last seven ATS. But the Packers are 3-4 and four in their last seven against the line. Present. And the Bears, obviously, on this three-game winning streak, have also covered three in a row. Bears aren't getting Packers spreads, though. So take that for a grain of salt. First time these two met, 41-25. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns. 21-29. Aaron Jones, 5.3 on the ground, 17 carries. It's going to happen again. You know how the story goes. This is the Chicago story. This could be the other side of the coin and the sad story of the divisional rivalry game. And we'll be on the sour side because the Giants end the streak and the Cowboys blow it. I'm going Packers minus four. They have a one seed on the line. Aaron Rodgers has to beat the Bears and then he has to take a nice week off, go on the Pat McAfee show. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Take a nice week. Do your thing. Move on. Thank you. I'll take the Packers minus four with conviction. I'll take the under in the Patriots, Jets. Get it to 41 if you can. It started at 42 and a half. It's really frustrating to see 39 and a half on BetMGM right now. I like the Cowboys in a pick em. Previous to this week, I wanted the Cardinals over the Rams, and I got the Dolphins plus three and a half. Baby, happy New Year's. Hug your mothers. Tell your loved ones you love them. Let's set the tone for a nice closeout bookend 
of a wild COVID football season professionally, and can we win? By the way, for those listening that didn't last Sunday, I had the Seahawks over the Rams. I had the Packers over the Titans. Oh, yeah. And I had the Colts over the Steelers. Two and one. Should have been three and now. I'm out. 